yo, 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 check this out. This is Fresh Kid out the China, man. Look at you like boo. Yo, yo, what's up, y'all? It's me, DMC. What's up, y'all? This is the boy, Master P. Yo, check us out. Chuck the public enemy. Yo, what's up? This is DJ Yellow from the world's most dangerous group. What's up? This is DLC. This is Jerry Heller, motherfuckers. Boy, DJ Paul K. Oil, 361. Young Dizzy Ball. Vice One. Yo, this is DJ Ready Brand. What up, what up, what up? This is the real Rick Ross. You listen to me on the Murder Master Music Show. What's up now, motherfucker? This is the show that shows the limits. Broadcast nothing but the real. Interviews with legendary artists. Still got love for the underground field. Rappers with records revealed. They didn't share the rappers. They're coming up. Get a put on. We need to the platform to fight the beast. This show that you need to be on. Get a few GS for life. Follow a winner that comes for all of your needs. Production and mixing and master and grab it. Just download the song. Check out the archives and hundreds of shows. But he kind of you to do everything free to download the stream. Oh yeah, we can turn the real shit. We got to go with you, we got our bitch, we represent. All them killers on the mic, and we should love to all your fans. Motherfuckers wanna hate. Do your thing, we keep the focus. Bringing nothing but the rhythm. Come and tune into the dopest. I'm a man, man. Of hip hop, you know, but before then, 
you know, I was a, a music head, a band head. You know, I, I played sports only on the streets. I chose music over sports in school. You know, and once I got a hold of that hip hop, bro, it was a rap, man. Yeah. Uh, matter of fact, before UNLV, uh, you were in another group doing talent shows, um, and you were doing conscious rap, man. Um, who were some of your right, earlier right. influences at that period of time? Oh uh, well, like I said, it was it was it was the Fat Boys mainly. Oh. Uh, Def Jam artists, you know, uh, Dana Dane, Slick Rick, you know, we we had uh, Soul Pepper, Soul Pepper, you know, but we chose that conscious rap because we were so young and, you know, moms didn't want us cursing. We was in talent shows with it. You know, we didn't know that it, it would go as far as it did because we ended up winning every talent show in the city and the biggest radio station in New Orleans at that time. We won eight talent show also, you know, and what happened was when we won the talent show, we won a contract. I don't know if, if the contract was bogus or what happened, but to make a long story short, we never got to New York to cut our record. So we thought, like, man, rap ain't, ain't, ain't real, you know, only a, a chosen few get chosen for that or whatever. So we left alone. We was only 12 years old at that time. Once we got, like, 17 and 12 grade. Getting out of high school, you know, we start going in this club called Newton's, and it was right down the street from our house. And you know, the owner knew that we was a little, uh, like a year too young to get in, but he still let us get in there and start rocking it. And that's, you know, during that time, that's when you had uh, DJ Jimmy, uh, TT Tucker, even Juvenile was doing his thing back in the days. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, uh, and, and Greg, and, and especially Gregory D and the Ninja Crew. They was actually they was the only ones that had an album out, so they inspired us also to you know get back in it and let us know that it was real. It, it was only depend it depend on who you mess with. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You had to find the right uh, the right connects, make things right. happen. But eventually, exactly. you know, you uh, you and Tech uh, Nine, um, you know, what I'm saying hooked up with uh, Yellow. Rest in peace. And you formed UNLV, or you had UNLV already, and then Yella joined, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Um, you know what I'm saying? How was it to switch from the conscious to the street, like the real hardcore stuff? Well, another reason that we didn't want to oh, use a lot of profanity, besides the reason we was real too young at the time, because my little sister was in the group. So once we got older, you know, she decided that she didn't want to rap anymore. So we started using the profanity. You feel yeah. me? So that that was another reason that we we stopped the conscious rap. Yeah. And at the same your sister, time, your sister a, wasn't having it at that time. Nah, she wasn't having it. But what was she like uh, on the mic? Did she ever go on uh, to do stuff after that, or did she just leave rap? Uh, alone so after together. that, after that, oh, uh, she got on a record with me called "I Miss You." It's a record dedicated to my mom. She passed in '93, and I put a solo album out called "Another Massacre," and I let her do that record with me on the album. But oh, uh, she's like, she's like 
always in, in the corner pocket chilling. Whenever I need her, she's there for the music. You know, she she don't consider herself a full fledged rapper. That's the best yeah. way I can describe her. She's dope. She's dope as hell, bro. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like talent definitely runs in the family. Um, you know, uh, but at this point, you know, you guys, uh, you know what I'm saying, eventually you get to the point where you guys want to do an album. You know what I'm saying? Sixth and Barone comes yeah. out. Uh, but you, but before that, you go hook up uh, with uh, uh, Baby and Slim. Now, I love the story in the documentary. You talk about you guys are on the elevator with them. Tell everybody about that. That's that's a good classic. <laughs> oh man! Well, baby, we used to we used to make uh, tapes in Club Newtons and record ourselves uh-huh. and you know sell a tape for five dollars a piece. We used to do real good at it. So some kind of way, baby got a hold of the tape, and it was the time that they were starting a record label. They had an artist called Kilo G. That was it, but nobody knew of him at all. So, you know, they, they, these guys, they had the money, the connection, and everything. They just didn't have the artists, you know, around this time. So they, they stumbled up getting a tape of us. So we they set up a meeting through this dude named T-Bone, a producer named T-Bone. Actually, T-Bone, the one that produced Another Bitch, which was the song that we used to all record and, and sell. So... Baby set up a meeting with us between T-Bone, and uh, we went went to the office to meet him and shit, Jeremy. Not knowing that we on the elevator with him, they don't know we're on the elevator with them neither. So we goes upstairs to the fifth floor where, you know, the direction said go. But they went one way, and we went the other way, so they went to the office. So we checked down the hallway and saw that the room number was going the other way. We ended up going that way. They opened the door. And I was like, what's up, dog? We looking for being and Slim. You know, we UNLV. And it was like, damn, we just got another video with y'all. You know what I mean? So that's how we met them, bro. And, you know, like I said, they, they, they had the money and they had the finances, a few connects to get things started. They just needed the artist. And we, we, was, that, we was that group. Yeah. You guys were needing another avenue to go, and they were needing that group, like you said, and uh, you guys right. end up making history, uh, you know what I'm saying, um, you really propelled cash money to the point to where they was able to, you know, build their success to where they even are today. You guys uh, you guys would be the foundation. W- would that be fair to say? Oh, yeah. It's fair to say because later, you know, even though we always was the, the group that sold the most units on the label, you know, Later, later on, we ended up being the group that they got the deal to get. Well, they sold enough units on us to get the deal with Universal, the very first deal. You know, I think it was like sixty million, something like that. Yeah, it was a crazy amount at that time. Huh? It was some crazy amount at that time, unheard of. Oh yeah, man. Oh, it was like sixty million for like five years or something like that. Yeah. But uh, we sold like almost four hundred thousand independents. That's how they had. To, that's, that's that's how they got the leverage to step at Universal and get the deal that they got. You know, the deal that they got was almost unheard of. Well, it's, it's just like you know when when um, you know Masterpiece got the No Limit Chronicles. You're seeing a lot of people in there that that helped 
him along the way. You know what I'm saying? So, like, whenever they do something for cash money, they got to include you guys because you guys built them, you know what I'm saying, to where they're able to do what they're able to do, you know. Right. Um, but at, at that young of an age, what was it like to have that kind of success, man? Because you guys were just kids still. Man, yeah, it was wild, bro. It was real wild. I mean, we, we always was popular popular guys on the streets. Yeah. And, you know, the girls felt us and stuff like that. The girls felt us and stuff like that. But, you know, just to be in other states and, you know, other cities and shit like that and go in the Walmart and somebody just walk up to you and know who you is, it was, it was something different, you know. It, it felt good. The love felt good. But we were, you know, so much into our music. And it it, it 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 mattered. I should say it mattered, but it wasn't a big difference. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Cause uh, you know, I remember you know when those albums came out, man. That that was all uh, everybody was talking about at that time. Whenever you talk about New Orleans artists, you know, what I'm saying uh, it was just UNLV this, UNLV that. Because uh, Master P, uh, most of the people knew him from Richmond at that time. That's where he was at. He was in Richmond, Cali. So you guys were the ones from New Orleans, really holding it down right there. And then, like you said, right. Kilo G, Mr. Ivan. Juvenile, you know, um, right. and before you know it, the whole city start blowing up. But you guys were there at the beginning. Um, right. You know what I'm saying? By the time you get around for the second album, um, Mac Mouth Calio, um, you know what I'm saying? How did you well, guys go about recording that project? No, that wasn't uh, Mac Mel. Straight Out the Gutter was the next album. Straight Out the Gutter, my bad. Yeah, that was 94. 94, Straight Out the Gutter. Well, we use our same formula. What we what we usually do is we always around each other, right? So, and then we was young. We wasn't as, as old as we are now. We was real young, so we used to hang every day. You feel me? So as we hanging, we'll just always come up with with chanting, you know, little little words we start saying and find ourselves using our own slangs and stuff like that. So that was our creativity for us going to to, to the pad with it. You know what I mean? But uh, we use that same method for for uh, for straight out the gutter. Magnell Callia was a little different because we we like uh, we, we got we saw a little more. We got a little grunt, a little gutter with it. You know, we had the chance to work with a lot of different people. You know, under the table because you know, baby wasn't having us doing features with nobody unless it was UGK. You know, but oh, uh, you know, yeah, we saw a little more. We learned a little more. So. Our formula was a little different, and the album was a little broader. Matter of fact, we had a song on that album called I'm About It, which the same year Master P hit New Orleans real, real hard with, with that I'm About It, About It. You know, a lot of people say that, and I'm going to say it too. He stole it from us. He stole that name, even though the song was totally different, but he took that title from us. You feel me? You know, yeah, man, you I guys are the first man, to have that about it. Yeah, we wasn't the first to have that. He got that from us. You know, we have an album called Magno Calio that came out in 95, and we have that song, I'm About It, on there. It's an uptown thing, and I'm about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And in the, album, in the, in the song, we dissing Ju- DJ Jubilee and Partners in Crime. You know, we talking about how about it we are. So the P come back with a song, I'm about it, about it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> 
Did so, you yeah, uh, you you ever talk to P about that? Back nah, then? I never got a chance to talk to P about it, but I talked to C. And she was like, yeah, bro, he did, yeah, he did. You know, we laughed it out, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. I never talked to P about that. Yeah, because I always wondered, you know, after cash money, you know what I'm saying, I always wondered if you guys were, were ever uh, in talks with uh, No Limit, you know what I'm saying? Because I know P and Slim, they sat down uh, together um, after P got that priority deal. Was it? Were you guys still right. there when that happened? Yeah, we was there when that happened, and I can remember we done the, oh, the 95, matter of fact, it was 95, jazz stuff with No Limit. And me and Yellow Boy heard Pete out, out with our own ears. Pete told Baby that he wanted to get UNLV and BG and bring them to New Limit. And Pete was like, nah, if you can't get the whole, I mean, Baby was like, if you can't get the whole camp, we ain't fucking with it. Just like that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, you know, and, and then, you know, I just, just really found out that Pete, Wanted us, but he didn't want to fuck with us because he thought the beef with us and Mystical was real, and he we didn't want that shit over there. So I was like, "Damn, that's why he didn't come at us." But we never really got a chance to like submit nothing to him and go holler at him neither. So we never got a chance to do that. Not saying we so, would, so, if we could, would got a chance, you know? Yeah, I mean, it was very possible that you guys could have been on no limit. But P saw it. Now this is funny because I saw some documentary. P saw it that uh, that mystical beef was real, but in actuality, uh, that was a, a, a marketing idea, wasn't it? Exactly. It was mystical marketing idea. It wasn't even ours. You know, it's something that he wanted to do. He wasn't thinking about that shit. You know. Yeah. But P thought yeah, it was yeah, real, yeah. and he. Knew what type of dude we are. So he was like, nah, I ain't fucking with that. You, know? you guys didn't, you, you wasn't really feeling that idea, was you? Not really. Because we had our, we had our hands full with Partners in Crime, you know? And I don't know if you heard of Partners in Crime, but yeah, PNC. Right, we had our hands full with them, and that was real beef. You feel me? We'll catch each other, and every time we see each other, it's going down. You know, so for Mystical to come, you know, that way, I was like, nah, man, but, if, you know, go ahead. That's why, you know, we didn't pay Mystical attention. He, he dissed us twice before we came back at him. Yeah. You know, we didn't even think he was going to make noise. I, I knew he was nice with the music. I knew he was an awesome rapper. Don't get it twisted. But I'm thinking, you know, nobody ain't going to pay that shit no attention, man. You know, we all, we all. But the second time it just happened, so, you know, people used to call Yellow Coward and all kind of shit. You know, Yellow Coward hardy when he say that. So we were like, man, let's get on this board, man. Uh, yeah, you had you had to do it then. So so really, it was right. a marketing idea at first, but then it kind of became uh, a serious thing by the time Drag Him in the River came out. No, not with Mystical. It never was, it never was serious. It's just the art. You know what I'm saying? The art okay, yeah, everybody. okay, I got you. Yeah. It's kind of genius, man, too. because you guys fooled a lot of people. Nobody knew about this till recently, you know what I'm saying? Uh, um, right. How, 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 was, how was it to keep it under wraps all these years? 
I mean, it was it was it was cool. It was easy, bro. It was easy. Yeah. You had to be laughing though easy. sometimes when people was talking about it, though. I would imagine. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's wild, man. Yeah, that's... See, I had no idea until I seen the documentary. You know, but, uh, yeah, I want to go to uh, one of the songs real quick, but everybody, uh, please go on YouTube, uh, official UNLV, and check out the uh, True Legendary Story. It's a hell of a documentary. We're going to go to, uh, you know what I'm saying, one of these songs right here. Actually, man, True Colors, man. Let's go with that one first, man. Why, Why don't you intro that for us, Lil, yeah? All right, what's up, what's up? This is your boy, Lil Yacht, a.k.a. Mr. You Heard Me, half of the notorious group, UNLV. Look, this one of our songs is a single that we put out three months ago. Tech is incarcerated, but it was one of our songs that we had in the archive that a lot of people liked. And I decided to put it out. It's called Two Colors. Y'all check it out. UNLV, baby. We'll be right back. Don't go nowhere. Don't be afraid. Yeah. I can't look back too strong. A lot of niggas be faking like they're real. Don't, don't be afraid. But you can only pretend back for so long. Yeah. Don't, 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 don't real recognize real, you always man. Can't look back too strong for that. I see your true colors. Some more shit about another bitch. Open up the door and we coming to get more. Sign yellow boy, now the money is the show. Oh, what you got? Third wall, gotta blow. Fuck your rotation and fuck your big show. We got the street, take a seat, we the heat. Six and B, got a tray, eight got the beat. Now I don't think I'm all that, I think I'm the shit. And fuck your freestyle, you gotta pay me the shit. I
Colors by UNLV. Let's bring back out Little Yah. Um, man, Little Yah, um, how is Tech Nine doing, and, and how long has he been uh, uh, locked down for? Been locked down uh, two years and six months. He's doing real good. He in good spirits, and actually, he was supposed to get out uh, a few a few weeks ago, but unfortunately, he caught Corona, and they decided that they wasn't going to release him until they get it under control or whatever. And now that is gone, I don't know what's going on through transit. How they how they going to move him? You know, y'all here in Texas, they put the system uh, kind of difficult. You know what I mean? But other than that, he's good, man. He's waiting to come home, bro. Yeah, man. That, you know, thank thank God that uh, Corona's uh, out of the system, man. Um, but uh, this song right here, True Colors, you said that uh, is is that on a project that you guys got coming out uh, soon, or? Well, that that may be a, a, a song off the album that me and Tech released once he's home. But you know, it, it was a project that we re- recorded before he went to jail. By and Trey Eight actually produced it, you know. So that's why we really kept it close with us because it was kind of sentimental song. You know what I'm saying? Trey Eight was a producer from No Limit and an artist from No Limit, and we got together. And I was the only artist besides C Murder. That we really got on with from the limit, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That we recorded with, I think. So you know, mm-hmm. like I said, a lot of people, I let a few people hit a record and, and they really liked it. So I decided to just put it out while y'all there on lock. You know, give them something with tech on, so they can you know thank them, my dude, and thank us as a group. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, man, Ghetto Stories was uh, probably one of my favorite Don't Limit albums. Trey was just a mm-hmm. phenomenal artist and producer. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. W- when did you meet him? Uh, actually, he's related to me. We didn't find out till we were like eight years old. But he grew up on in the next block from us, so we've been knowing each other a long time. Later, we, re- re- oh, you know, our aunts told us how we were related, and I was like, damn. All this time I've been knowing this dude, I didn't know I was related to him, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he was super talented. He, he dropped a lot of albums after No Limit, too. Right. right. You he know. kept working, bro, you know? And, and our motto is, you never fail to be quick. And a lot of people will say that, you know, when, when Cash Money got the break that they needed, we should have rolled the, the, the coattail or whatever, but at the same time, we was ready to get our own, bro. You know what I mean? It didn't matter what they had been came to. They didn't want to come to the to the agreement that we asked them for. You know, we couldn't come to side on what we asked them for once they got the deal. So it was our time, bro. We was like, man, we checking out. And they were like, well, you know, y'all go ahead. They got the money, so they feel like, fuck it, or whatever, you know. But like I said, you never fail till you quit. We feel like we was a big part of that company. We helped build that company, you know, and it, it happened like that for a reason. Now it's time to get our own. Maybe it'll be bigger than cash money, you know? Oh. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you guys deserve to. You know, you open the doors but for a lot of people. I don't know a lot of people don't know, but I bought juveniles to cash money. You know, I, I helped BG get signed to cash money. You know, also Pimp Daddy. Pimp was a big, big artist on our roster back in the day. You know, I was a big yeah. part of bringing him in. The- 
You know what I mean? So, right. Nothing in my mind, shit. I can't build my own, bro. You feel me? With the help of my dude. Uh, now, Pimp Daddy, when, when did you meet him? Did you know him for a long time? Yeah, I met him uh, in like 94. He used to come around Club Newton, too. The club I was telling you about when we first started rapping at. Pimp used yeah. to come in there and bust a few raps. You know, he was from uptown, but he used to roam everywhere all over New Orleans. Everybody knew him. You know, he was signed with a record label called Full Pack. And he wanted to be a part of Cash Money just because we was there. Because Full Pack was a decent record label to be a part of. You know what I mean? And he wanted to come over there because we was there. So I got him in. Yeah, another 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 uh, uh, tragic loss. You know what I'm saying? Too short. Um, right. Too short, man. You know. But you guys, you know, you guys were hit hard within a, just a couple of years span. Ninety five, ninety six, um, Yellow Kilo G, you know, Pimp Daddy. Um, man, how did you guys get through that difficult time? It was hard, bro. It was hard. What got us as a group through it? We all grew up together. We always said we always made a oath, a promise to each other that we'll never. Let the, our group name die. You know, we all we all understood that we ain't gonna be here forever. All of us gotta go one day, but until all of us go, we gonna keep that name going. So we never had it in our mind of man, this shit over. Fuck that, fuck that. We about to start rapping. You know what I'm saying? And for as you know, pimp, losing pimp dad and our other label mates, we we took it. Fuck, we was fucked up about it. Real fucked up about it. Yeah, because you guys were you guys were so young too. Still, I mean, you guys you guys had yeah. records blown up, and then you start losing you know very close you know people, label mates. Um, right. That's a lot for, for young young guys to handle. Yeah, it is, bro. It is. You know, definitely is. But you guys are still here today, going strong, still doing your thing. This docu- yeah. documentary is phenomenal. Um, I got the homie Sin uh, from France. I know he's got a couple questions for you. I'm gonna bring him on real quick. Um, okay, cool. Sin, you there, bro? Hi, hi. Yes, uh, hi, Scott. Hi, there's Ilya. Um, yes, I, I got a um, a question about your the song "Money Fresh Mix." Uh, it was a, a dope song uh, on a Six and Baron. Can you tell us about this one? Well, uh, you know, we always put solo songs on the album. You know, as a group, me, Yellow Tech always wanted at least one solo song on the album. And yeah. on that per- on that particular album, Manny Fresh wanted a solo on that album too. So we were like, "Hey, man, why don't you do a mix?" You know, you put a mix on that. It was, it was the first album of Cash Money. You know, to help you get known too. You know what I'm saying? So that's how that song came about, the Manny Fresh mix. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Uh, can, can you tell us about the the bounce song, uh, "Chill and Hustle" on uh, Hopton's life? Oh, "Chill and Hustle." Dope song Well, that's a song. Yes. See, our method of bounce. We we was the first gangster. We we're known as gangster bounce in New Orleans. A lot of people do bounce, but we invented the gangster bounce music. And our method 
to that is we get a bounce beat and we do the regular call and chant, but at the same time we really rap over beats, over bounce beats. We really bust raps. And chillin' hustle, we had that method to it, but it's, it's basically talking about, you know, everything's going down, the party's lit, and, and everything, every, you know, people in different places popping. I don't want to go there. I want to chill on the set and hustle. You know, parlay, we, we can go parlay anywhere or whatever, where no money will be made or whatever, but I don't want to do that. I'd rather chill and hustle. You know, that's that's what that's that's the concept of that song. Yeah, you get you get the the same gangster bounce on uh, a Lil Slim album, put a shop on a Eagle Sun bounce. Even inspired Lil Wayne and all that, you know, it it was a real gangster bounce back in the day. Can you tell us about Lil Slim, how it was to to work with yeah, him? It was a earlier. It was, it was good to with Lil Slim. Lil Slim was our dude. He was from a different wall, but he was from Uptown. You know, he used to run with us, and he he like. Actually, you know, got our method of, of the bounce music and put gangster raps to it also. And he was the first solo artist to do something like that. Yes, sir. You know, it was, it was a pleasure to work with us. We still talk all the time, man. He's in California right now. Yeah, Lil Wayne was very inspired by him. He said it one time. Right. Right. That's yeah. who actually bought Lil Wayne the cash money, Lil Slim. Of course, yeah. And also, uh, Kilo G was very uh, underrated because he was very uh, talented. Uh, he, he died at a young age. Uh, how it was to, to work with him, Kilo G? Oh, man, I, Kilo was the first, like, very young dude I saw with that much talent that he had besides Lil Wayne. You know, Kilo was yeah. way before his time. We, we, you know, by him not using bounce music to help him in New Orleans, it made it kind of hard for New Orleans people to accept his music. But real rappers respected Kilo because he was amazing, man. To be that young with the lyrics that Kilo G had, you, you'll be shocked. Yeah, Sleep, Sleep Walker was a crazy classic album. <laughs> 92, yeah, <laughs> Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah, Sleep Walker was a banger, man. Mm-hmm. Even the Bloody City. Yeah, oh, Bloody yeah, City is crazy. Too. Classic. Yeah, classic. Yeah. Yes, sir. Mr. Ivan. Mr. Ivan was very talented, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ivan was nice, too, man. Ivan, bless his soul. He was real nice with it, too, man. We had a nice roster yeah. at Cash Money, and, you know, the same Mrs. Mrs. T, all too. All the artists. Mrs. T, was too. <laughs> we was leading the stable, man. You know, that, that says a lot. Yeah, you did. You did have a good roster that, at that time that could really hold your own. You know what I'm saying? Represent New right. Orleans real good. You know, uh-huh. you guys moved a lot of units. You know, a lot of units. Um, let's give him another. Let's give him another track. Uh, yeah, let's give him this uh, big boy track. Tell him about this one. All right, the big boy is on my latest joint. Uh, it's a joint venture I've done with a guy called Diesel the Beast. He's like a nephew, a hood nephew to me, and, you know, he come up off UNLV, and I just gave him a shot, man. You know, I'm, I'm doing a pandemic. I'm, I'm I'm not doing too many shows, barely any shows, so I'm recording a lot. I'm, I'm doing different stuff, and this was just one of the projects that I did. I put together a joint venture with me and Diesel, 
And this is one of the singles called Big Boy. The video is also out on YouTube. Y'all check that out, man. Big Boy off the Big Boy album. Lil Yai and D's of the Beats. Yeah. Uh-uh. We in this bitch, nigga. What's your Lil Yai. These are the beats, you wait me. Uh. Oh, they gon' feel this shit, nigga. They gon' feel this shit, nigga. Big boys represent. I got a big boy house, a big boy will. I don't want for shit, I got a big boy bitch. Got big boy weapons with big boy bullets. Nigga know that I'm a big boy to the point. I got a big boy house, a big boy whip. I don't want for shit, I got a big boy bitch. Got big boy weapons with big boy bullets. Nigga know that I'm a big boy to the bullets. I'm a big boy nigga with big boy hoes. I rock big boy shoes with big boy clothes. Live in a big boy crib, got a big boy car. I'm a big boy hood, I'm a hood superstar. Got a big boy team with big boy beats. Got some big boy rappers with big boy heat. They ain't fucking with a nigga, bitch, I'm big boy bad. I got stupid money in this big boy bag. They ain't fucking with a nigga, I got big boy whips. whips. We can get it poppin', I got big boy clips. Nah. These other fuck a nigga on these big boy trips. Fuck a pussy nigga, make a big boy trip. I got a big boy house, a big boy whip. I don't want for shit, I got a big boy bitch. Got big boy weapons with big boy bullets. Nigga know that I'm a big boy to the fullest. I got a big boy house, a big boy whip. I don't want for shit, I got a big boy bitch Got big boy weapons with big boy bullets Nigga know that I'm a big boy to the bullets I'm the biggest boss at our Ricky Ross You the biggest flow, get the nigga lost I'm the biggest nigga getting hella cash Biggest I've ever get it, cost a bigger bag I'm all on these niggas' ass, they feel like a bigger stash Foreign got a bigger stash, my bitch got a bigger ass I shoot big boy guns, a big boy drill I got big boy money with big boy shit Got a big boy yard a big boy fool with a big boy broad. I'm a big boy fool. I'm in a big boy group and we legendary Woody. It's big boy yacht, it can hate me I got a big boy house, a big boy whip. I don't want for shit, I got a big boy bitch. Got big boy weapons with big boy bullets. Nigga know that I'm a big boy to the fullest. I got a big boy house, a big boy whip. I don't want for shit, I got a big boy bitch. Got big boy weapons with big boy bullets. Nigga know that I'm a big boy to the fullest. They ain't fucking with a nigga, bitch, I'm big boy bad. I got stupid money in this big boy bag. They ain't fucking with a nigga, I got big boy whips. We can get it poppin', I got big boy clips. I got a big boy house, a big boy whip. I don't want for shit, I got a big boy bitch. Got big boy weapons with big boy bullets. Nigga know that I'm a big boy to the bullets. They ain't fucking with a nigga, bitch, I'm big boy bad. I got stupid money in this big boy bag. They ain't fucking with a nigga, I got big boy whips. We can get it poppin', I got big boy clips They ain't fuckin' with a nigga, bitch, I'm big boy bad I got stupid money in this big boy bag They ain't fuckin' with a nigga, I got big boy whips We can get it poppin', I got big boy clips Yeah, that's what I'm talking about right there And I hope that this show is able to uh, convey to the listeners That artists like UNLV ain't gone nowhere, man They've been putting out music this whole time you know, go back and, and and get the catalog and get the new stuff that they're putting out right now. Um, let me bring back on a little yes so we can uh, chop it up before we get out of here. That's what I'm talking about right there. What, what's that going to go on? 
Well, actually, that's that's on a, a joint venture album called Big Boys that came out last month. You get it on all your digital platforms. Is 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 uh, Digital Beats and Lil Yacht, Big Boys. It's out. We got like uh, two videos on YouTube for it already, and it's it's doing all right, man. It's doing all right. Oh, yeah. I know when this pandemic's yeah. over, man, you got to be anxious to get back on the road, too. Oh, yeah. Man, I miss it, man. I miss that stage, bro. You know, that entertaining part was my, my it was I was a strong, strong man in the group for that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we, yeah. Bella was the charisma guy. Tech was the lyricist, but I was the entertainer. You know, so it's really, really fucking me up right now, not being able to touch that stage. You know what I mean? But... Gotta do what I gotta do, bro. Yeah, yeah, man. This thing, uh, this thing hit us out of nowhere, uh, mm-hmm. you know. But as, as someone, you know, going through something like Katrina, as you know, anything's possible at any given time, you know. Yeah. Um, and they got they got two storms right now. I don't know if you're watching the news or whatever, but they got two hurricanes right now headed towards right Louisiana. There. Yeah. Oh man, and I'm in Houston, so. I mean, Hurricane Katrina happened on my birthday in 2005. My birthday coming up on the 29th again, so hopefully it don't it don't happen the same way, bro. That shit was man, that was a mess, bro. Yeah, I remember uh, one of the craziest images from that was uh, they were getting Fats Domino off the roof of his house, and um, he was talking about he lost all his gold plaques and stuff, and but they were able to save him. Uh-huh. Uh, right. Uh, you know, so much crazy shit happened. Uh, we had Webby on, man, rest in peace. And he was talking about that he heard explosions before the water was coming. Um, yeah. You know, that's, a lot of people see that they, oh, they had something to do with the levees breaking or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Politics and shit. I don't know. I know the water was crazy, though, bro. The city was destroyed. Man. That's uh, I, I just hope that uh, hope these two storms coming your way now lose steam. Um, you know what I'm saying. I hope you guys are safe and everybody listening Appreciate too that. from there. I know we got people down in Gulfport, Mississippi, down there in uh, Alabama. They said, yeah, man, it could get pretty rough. Yeah. Um, but hey, man, before we get out of here, I want to thank you for taking time out to talk to us and uh. Man, I want everybody to go to the uh, YouTube page and uh, check out the documentary. Um, it's official UNLV. That's your YouTube page. Yeah, um, you can go to official UNLV fan page, or you can go to uh, Lil Yacht UNLV three. That's Instagram. Yacht Fat UNLV is my Facebook page. My bad. Tech Nine is Tech Nine UNLV. And uh, man, I I, I really uh, can't say uh, enough about this documentary, man. You guys got to check it out, and please support anything UNLV does. Um, man, again, yeah, thanks, man. You, you and yours be safe. Uh, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give you the floor before uh, before we get out of here, man. It's all yours. Um, I want to thank you for having me, man. You know what I'm saying? I want to thank God for allowing us to have this conversation. You know what I mean? I want to thank the fans over the years and the, the new fans coming up. You know, all the support that we get from y'all, we love it, man. Man, that's what I'm talking about. Um, 
we got this uh, last track right here, man, going with my move, man. Why don't you uh, tell everybody about this as we leave? Yeah, this, this was a single that I put out this summer called Gone With My Move featuring my little homie. A.V. Baby was my artist. Well, he's still my artist. And, you know, be looking out for him. It's called Gone With My Move. We got the video on YouTube. Worldstar, I think Worldstar had this one, too. But, uh, yeah, y'all check it out, man. Going with my move, little yacht. You always me. That's what's up, man. Be easy. Alright man, I put that jigger on, then I listen to B. Damn, they done some of the same shit that I did. Trying to make it from the bottom to the top without falling. Had a little something with big dreams of falling. Got a job, minimum wage wasn't enough. Work from Oklahoma, they let go to cook it up. Took the black chain to the rap game. Time to do it legal. Gave me the old regal. 10th grade, any hoe I choose. Stayed fresh, different pair of belly animal shoes. With a tight stripe polo to match Coca-Cola jeans with a tango hat Tilted it to the back like sir without the dormers Every winter had to cop a fresh pair of bones Winning all I know, homie, I can't lose And you can't stop my shine Cause I'm going with my move